Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to episode three of the Shield Talk podcast, your number one growing podcast for the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm your host, M Raider. We're back here with today's episode. Today, we're going to get into some something deeper and darker than I would usually get into, and that's, um, will there be an NFL season because of the pandemic? And I think there will be. And in today's episode, I'll be talking about that. Now, before we get started, I'm always going to do housekeeping stuff. Uh, so first of all, go ahead and go follow my Instagram, mraider.ig. You'll get exclusive content there, cool edits, anything imaginable. You guys can also hit me up on there if you guys have any suggestions for me to make the podcast better or to just include something I may have forgotten in, the, in that previous episode or the next episode. Um, also, let's go ahead and just, uh, let me just go ahead and note that uh, the podcast is being approved by a lot of uh, podcast uh, venues. Spotify has approved me. Beaker has approved me. Radio Public has approved us. Um, there's one more. Let me think. I, I don't know why it's not coming to me. But there's one more that approved us, and I'm trying to remember. Maybe it'll come to me at the end. I, I honestly I honestly forgot. Let, let's let, let's see here. Um, let's see. Oh, Google Podcast. So it, let me just say, let me just tell you guys. Um, it, it came to me, but if you guys have a Google Home system, you know, like those little speaker phones that track every move. No, I'm kidding. Those speaker phones that, uh, you know, those little home speaker phones that you say, "Hey Google," and do something. If you uh, go ahead and say, "Hey Google, play the Shield Talk podcast," uh, my podcast will pop up, so you guys can listen to it on your Google Home systems. Pretty cool, huh? Hey, I got one. <laughs> I got one. I think my parents were going to listen to it on, my, on their little uh, speakerphone. But if you guys want to do that, all you got to say is, hey, Google, play the Shield Talk podcast, and then it should bring it up. I think that, I think that it should work. Wish I had a the system right here next to me, but I don't. Anyways, um, and towards the end, I'm going to introduce somebody. I'm going to introduce an assistant that I got. That's going to help me out uh, in the background in each and every single episode that he can. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce him at the end. But for now, like I said, welcome back, guys. We're going to talk, like I said, we're going to talk about why I think there will be a season despite everything going on in the world right now. Whether that be um, social injustice or, you know, the virus. So I think there will be a season. I do. Um, and this is because, well, this is based off the fact that the NFL, unlike the M- NBA, uh, the MLS, the NHL, and any other sports league in America that you can think of, unlike the NFL, those leagues did not have time to think this through. This was going on while their seasons were active. Therefore, they had to think of it off the jump. You know, they had to think about what they were going to do, uh, how they were going to do it, you know what protocols they were going to take. No, they didn't have time. Unlike them, the NFL had about, let's say, four and a half months. And despite the fact that the NFL and the NFL Players Association are having a lot of disagreements, whether that be, you know, hey, uh, we want, you know, this and that, or hey, we should uh, put players' salaries in escrow, um, you know, they finally gotten things moving as the NFL approved modified training camps the other day. 
And that was what well, they, they say that virus testing will be uh, required every day. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be a nasal swab and a you know temperature check and anything else you can imagine on a basic COVID test. You know where they stick the uh, little swab up your cell your cell membranes. By the way, I haven't I've had the honor of not having to do that quite yet. I hope I never will, but apparently it hurts. <laughs> so uh, I hope that never happens. Now, the NFL uh, has also said that they're going to encourage team meetings to be outside, and they're going to have players stay in pods of 10, and they're going to um, socially distance the guys. So that's good to know. Uh, personally, I'm ready for football to come back next month, whether you know we have preseason games or not. That's another thing. The NFL and the NFL Players Association don't like each other, and... Uh, I'm just saying that because they can't seem to agree to anything. But um, the NFL Players Association wants no preseason games because of the fact that teams report on the 28th. The full team's there on the 28th, and, um, you know, the first preseason weeks were supposed to be August, August 9th through the 12th, and that's like less than 31 days between each other, so they didn't think they would be, have enough time to – regulate their bodies back into shape and, you know, sandwich live games all together. So that makes sense. Um, but for now, you know, they've cut the preseason in two. Uh, you know, they're talking about starting games on August 20, the week of August 27th now, which should give players a little bit more time to acclimate, you know, per se. Um, and so that should be interesting to see. That should be really interesting to see. They've also talked about, I was reading something, I was reading a memo on ESPN last night. Let me see if I can bring that up. But I was reading a memo on ESPN last night, and it was saying that, uh, it, it was a like a, like a I don't know, like a whole two-essay memo of what the NFL is going to require for the season to happen. So you guys are going to hear me typing in the background, but uh, let me go ahead and bring that up for you guys. Let me see here. Give me one second. Okay, so I'm pretty sure you guys can hear me. Let's make sure of that. Let's see, hold on. Okay, yeah, we're good. All right, so we go ESPN. Let's see, I saved it on my iPad, but I, I I'm pretty sure it's gonna be on the um on the top of the website here as we go on here. Um, let me see. Let's just let this let this load. I don't want ESPN Plus. Are you kidding me? It really brought oh god, it really brought up ESPN Plus. Gotta love that. Um, here we are. Let's give this a minute. Okay. So, let's see here. Let's see here. Let's go to the NFL section. Sorry, this is taking me a while, guys. I should have had this loaded ready to go, but that's my bad. I I, I honestly don't know if it's going to come up or not. But, oh, right here, right here. Found it. Okay, so it's, 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 oh, is it a video? Darn it. All right, we don't want that. Okay, you know what? Screw this. 
Uh, sorry, guys. Okay. So, anyways, let me just let me just read off what I remember. So they released a whole like twenty-page memo to the NFL and NFL offices and teams that they're gonna like I said allow training camps, but they were also talking about you know the NFL is allowing uh, cities, their governors, and the teams themselves to regulate whether they want to have fans, and if so, how many and what percentages. Now, as this pertains to the Raiders, Nevada um, Governor Steve Sisolak wants fans in the stadium, which is awesome for us to hear. Now, the Raiders haven't like they haven't confirmed this, but apparently the Raiders want to have at least nineteen point nine percent of fans in the stands. Now, Allegiant Stadium can hold up to sixty five thousand fans. But if they go the 19% route, that'll only be 19,000. And I've said this on a few of my YouTube videos. That would be pretty sad because we were supposed to open up the stadium with a bang this year. And I mean, come on. So with that also being said, they're also talking about having the players fly in larger planes to accommodate social distancing, which I think sounds like a great idea. And... um. They're also talking about uh, testing players when they go into the stadium and stuff like that, which is obviously great. Now, what's going to be scary, and I think that the NFL should adopt the, what the NBA did in terms of, hey, if a player gets COVID, oh, I don't want, I don't know. Okay, so I don't think that I'll get in trouble for saying COVID up here, like I would do on YouTube. But anyway, if a player gets COVID or a player tests uh, asymptomatic or whatever. Um, I think the NFL should allow the uh, free agent or slash uh, replacement player window. Uh, for instance, the NBA two weeks before the season restarted, the season's going to restart on Wednesday, by the way. Um, they allowed teams to go ahead and fill out their rosters in case anybody got COVID or got sick or whatever. A good example of this is the Brooklyn Nets. Now, the Brooklyn Nets almost lost their whole starting five due to COVID or injuries, and so they allowed them to sign replacement players. Um, and I think that's something the NFL should explore because, you know, if a star player, and you would hope no star players get it, but, you know, the NFL is bracing for COVID tests, and that's obviously going to, you know, some of those are going to come back positive one way or the other. Now, the NFL is uh, thinking about, Having the window, like I said, uh, I think the NFL should think about having the window to uh, allow replacement players, almost like back in the '80s when they have, when they were having the lockouts. But I think that's what they should do, because could you imagine how many of these kids on the streets would uh, be able to get jobs because of everything that's going on? They're also talking about, and this is really interesting, but they're also talking about quarantining a backup quarterback. Now, I've heard I've read a lot of articles saying that this is going to be the year of the backup quarterback because some of the starters might get uh, test positive or be asymptomatic. Now, in the Raiders' case, we're lucky because let's say Derek gets COVID. God forbid he doesn't. But let's say Derek gets COVID. Uh, we have Marcus Mariota who we can slide right in, which is beautiful. Now, if Marcus Mariota gets COVID, then we're screwed. Um, we, would, we would probably want, if we had to choose, we'd probably choose Derek to get COVID to allow us to, have Mariota, then Mariota get COVID, and 
we would have to deal with the third string. Um, so that's good. That's that's beautiful for us. And I think that the NFL should explore that quarantining rule to some extent, not to full extent, because sometimes that just doesn't make sense. Now they've also talked about during training camp they're gonna uh, have coaches and players and any team you know uh, anybody associated with the team in terms of on the field activity come out a separate entrance in the uh, workout rooms and the facilities and stuff which I think is also a great idea uh, they're gonna like uh, they're gonna sanitize everything like they have to um, and they're also talking about during preseason games they're going to have uh, teams stay in the hotel overnight or to stay yeah stay in a hotel overnight and then just you know carry them along slowly that way they're also talking about having refs uh, wear facial coverings and gloves, and they're also talking about eliminating whistles this year and using horns instead. Now, uh, Raider fans, we all hate refs, right? We hate the refs. Well, could you imagine how silly that would be? Huh, I would love to see that. But uh, that's what they're talking about. Um, on top of this, the NFL recognizes there's hot spots of this whole COVID stuff. Now, Florida is the epicenter, almost like one of the biggest epicenters, or probably the epicenter of the pandemic. Now, if we go off uh, Florida's regulations here on the COVID, let me open up a window here. So, um, Florida is one of the uh, most hot spotted cities in uh, America right now for COVID. They have a ton of uh, COVID cases, and it's not looking good for, for Florida in terms of uh, coronavirus cases. So if we Google this here, um, let me see here. Oops. So by right now, Florida has 350,000 confirmed cases, and they've had 4,981 deaths. In Miami-Dade County, where the Dolphins play, they've had... Eight, um, let me see, 84,270, uh, 200, yeah, uh, 237 de- uh, confirmed cases with 1,302 deaths. Uh, Boward County, which is close to where the Buccaneers play. Now, remember, the NFL has three franchises in Florida, the Jaguars, the Buccaneers, and the Dolphins, okay? And, um, they, right here in Boward County, they have... 39,280 confirmed cases with 493 deaths. Now, if we look at, if we look at, um, daily cases, it's, it's, it's a, it's a crazy spike. Now, today is what, July 19th? So if we go to July 19th here, the, the numbers have gone from, I'm just going to use June 20th as the benchmark here. The numbers have gone from like 3,000 all the way to 10,000. Now, that's not good. Now, in terms of the NFL, the NFL recognizes that they're going to have, a, they're gonna have a, a, a really bad spot on their hands, right? So the NFL has taken into consideration that hotspots is something they don't want because then, especially three teams in Florida, I mean, that's, that's about 120 players, 150 players, <clears throat> closer to 200 um where that you know they could they could be at risk so what the NFL is doing is they're thinking about alternatives for 
uh, teams that are in hot spots. Now, this could apply anywhere because, you know, there's a lot of other places where the NFL is that have are really bad, but it really pertains in the worst conditions to Florida and California. Now, um, for you guys out there, I live in California, and let me tell you, these virus cases are getting worse and worse, and the governor has lost his mind. He has no idea what to do. He's enforced the stay-at-home order to the extent to which people are really starting to get angry. Like, this is, like, it's gotten to the point where they're basically giving him the biggest middle finger possible. People aren't listening. People don't want to mask up. And so it's gotten to the point where the governor can no longer control whether, you know, things like schools reopen or, uh, you know, he's closed all kinds of bars. He's basically running wild on things to do because, because it's just getting really bad. It's getting really, really bad. It really is. Um, it, like I said, it's just getting really, really bad. It's, it's, it's really bad out here in California. Yeah, right now, <laughs> California is not the place to come. It's just not. COVID cases over here are just woo skyrocketing. It's, it's really bad. Um, let me think of it. All right, so in terms of the NFL and uh, California now. California, I mean, the NFL has uh, three franchises in California. The NFL has the Chargers, the Niners, and uh, the Rams. Okay? So if we go here, okay, compare this to Miami. For you listeners at home, I I say that you guys should take note. Okay? So here we go. I'm going to also use June 20th as a benchmark because around, around... Late May, they started going into phase uh, three of a reopening, and so since like uh, since the beginning of July, we've had to scale back and go back to a stay-at-home order that's modified in some degree. Um, so I'm gonna use June 20th as another benchmark here, and so at June June 20th, we had 4,230 cases. Okay. Today's July nineteenth, and we've had we have nine thousand one hundred and ninety-nine. That's not I mean, whew, that's a huge uprising. That's not good. That's really not good. Okay. So if we go here to the numbers, California has three thousand eight hundred and eighty-eight thousand confirmed cases. No recoveries within the last two weeks. It's literally blank. With 7,697 deaths. Now, that's not good, okay? Now, the biggest uh, city at risk, Los Angeles County. And obviously, the Rams and the Chargers both play in LA, okay? So, as of right now, they have 1,553,000 Confirmed cases with 4,084 uh, 4, deaths. Not good, not good, not good. Now, Riverside County, which is like the Central Valley, um, they have uh, 30,425 deaths with 587 uh, confirmed deaths with, obviously. Um, 
So there's that, right? I guess you can... There, there's nothing on San Francisco. So, I mean, that's whatever, really. But my point is that the NFL is thinking about moving these uh, teams out of their hotspots, which is great, right? And so they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna fix these issues, and uh, you got to give the NFL some credit for that. So you add that with the fact that they've had a lot of time, okay? You add that with the fact that the governor, the, the mayors and stuff are being chosen to do that. You also add that with the fact that the uh, the governor in San Francisco, or the governor, sorry. The mayor in San Francisco is getting really stern with it, and they're probably not going to allow any fans at Niners games. He, like he's not—he's not having it. Like if you guys read some of the articles out there, he's not having it. So, if the NFL does all this that I just mentioned, along with the fact with uh, you know helping out all those cases, um, and the fact that they also sent the uh, NFL the NFL teams that twenty-page memo, I think they should, it should work out. Now, the uh, a lot of NFL players today have started a, a hashtag, hashtag, uh, we want to play. And so basically, um, you know, they're explaining that, hey, you know, we want to play, but the NFL Players Association, uh, players association in the NFL has failed to come to an agreement as to, hey, this is how we're going to keep you guys safe. So the NFL, a lot of NFL players such as uh, Derek Carr, Miles Garrett, Drew Brees, there's um, let me think who else who else. There, there's a lot of other there's a lot of other ones that I've seen, but I'm just trying to name off some of the big names here. And I know Derek's not a big name. Also, um, the NFL's golden child Patrick Mahomes has said something about it. And you know when Patrick Mahomes says something about anything, they're gonna move around, move. They're gonna take movement. Russell Wilson also noted that his wife is pregnant, and uh, he's not too sure about going. Now, the NFL is also talking about having an opt-out option. And so I think that, that that's going to be an option. I don't know how many players are going to use that, but it's you know, we'll have to wait and see. Um, so I think the NFL has got it pat. Now, in terms of having the lively movement within the movement to go ahead and uh, move move rules around throughout the whole season, I don't know about finishing the season, but I think for sure they'll be able to start it and probably get to about midseason before they have to start thinking about shifting things over quite a tad because either, you know, we're going down or we're going way up. Now, we would hope we're not going way up, um, but, I mean, yeah. Also, the NFL is also uh, telling teams to stay in their stadiums and their home bases to go around and, do training camp. So that's a good. My point is that the NFL is taking this a lot of this into consideration. And even though they've had some really weak movement and they've they've kinda they've kinda shadowed away from how important this could be for certain NFL players, I think they'll get it down pat. But uh the NFL needs to step it up. I definitely think they need to step it up. Roger Goodell needs to do a way better job at speaking out. Because right now he hasn't really said much. And that's not something you want in the NFL commissioner, right? So, yeah. Uh, facial coverings will obviously be uh, required for coaches and stuff. So, I think the NFL can pull it off. And this is going to be a season like no other, okay? But I think they can pull it off. They just got to take a timeline. 
if the timeline works to perfection, we got a full season with no issues. But if it doesn't, then mid-season there's going to be some issues, I guarantee you. Also, I, I would I would think that the NFL would hope that none of the big star players opt out because if they do, that's not going to be good. Um, But like I said, I want to see football. Let's hope the football happens and uh, the NFL needs to get the train rolling quite a bit more than it already is. Uh... July 28th will be a big day for the NFL. Really well. It'll be a big day to say, hey, a season's going to happen like this and like this. Or, hey, we need to scale back and really think this through. Um, and I honestly think that the NFL should look to the NBA and kind of adopt some of the ways that are running the bubble in Orlando. Uh, because they need to take some of the NBA's, some of the NBA's little tips and stuff. Now, am I saying that the NFL should be in the bubble? I don't think there's a physical way to do it. With the NBA, you have 22 teams, right? There's 22 teams in there with 15 players. Now, compare that to 32 teams with 53 players each? Nuh-uh. That's not going to work. Um, There's just no way. Uh, Mark Davis has said that he thinks they should, there should be a bubble. But honestly, I don't think that should happen. I just don't see it happening with 32 teams sans 53 players. Now, in terms of the NFL putting salaries in escrow, I think that the NFL has got it down pat for now. But I think their biggest question that remains is money. Because they're going to lose so much revenue. Okay? They're going to lose so much revenue... By, you know, losing out on ticket revenue because of fan shortages. Also, there's a coin shortage going around too. So that's not going to help a lot. Okay. And um, I think money is their biggest issue. Uh, like, you know, the NFL and the NFL Players Association thought about putting their money in it. 35% of players' salaries in escrow, which is basically like, hey, we're going to put, we're going to take away some of your salary for throwing your bodies out on the line and making yourself immune to COVID so that way we can have revenue for, let's say, playoffs or, you know, jersey sales. That I And uh, the NFL Players Association basically told them to go kick rocks. So that's not going to work. So I think the NFL has got everything down. I think they've got a baseline. Now, the baseline isn't very secure. And I think it needs to be a lot more secure. But I also think that money is going to be their biggest issue. I mean, because, I mean, the the size of these NFL stadiums and the money they're going to lose just doesn't gel well. But, uh, you know, like every NFL fan, I think it's going to be a week-by-week approach. And the NFL is also considered, and I haven't heard a lot of this on this, but the NFL has also said that, hey, we want week one to happen. Because they're thinking about from weeks two to week seventeen, the NFL can pause at any moment and continue on. From you know, like almost like having the season be suspended. Um, and so I, you know, we'll see. We'll see. It's a, uh, it's going to be a week by week approach, day by day approach. And the NFL needs to have a lot more security with this thing, or else it's not going to work. But overall, I think that even though what I just said, you know, is true about, you know, and stuff, I think that the NFL will have a season because they had time. They had time 
unlike a bunch of other sports leagues. And so that's my take on it, guys. I think that there will be a season. I do. It may not be the best season, but I think there will be a season. And I do think players will be rusty, even though there will be a season because of a shortage of reps. That's going to be another big issue. But, hey, we're going to take it day by day. And I think that because the NFL had time and because they have quite a little bit of a plan, there'll be a, there'll be, there will be a season. It won't be the same, but I think there will be a season. So, giddy up for July 28th, guys, because that's going to be a defining factor in this season if a season is going to happen. So, all right. So, now I'm going to let I'm going to introduce you guys to my little assistant. He put together a 25-second clip, and here we go. All right, guys, due to some time conflicts, uh, my assistant's message will be in, in, in tomorrow's episode. Tomorrow, I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet, although I think I'm going to start covering training camp coverage here pretty soon. Because Ricky's reporting on the 22nd. But with that being said, guys, thank you guys for listening. Go listen on all platforms that are available. Beaker, uh, Radio Public, Spotify, Google Podcast, anywhere you, where you can find podcasts. I'm still waiting to get verified by Apple. But thank you guys for watching. And like I said, thank you guys for watching. Uh... Shield Talk, your number one podcast, your number one growing podcast for the Las Vegas Raiders.